And now, coming at you from the Five Star Physique Studio in Knoxville, Tennessee, this is The Drop Set with your host, Darren Starr. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, everybody, how you doing? I think we are at what? Does this... Uh Episode 89, something like that. I think that's about right. So um, we're, we're going for a, a more topical approach this week. So this is um, my peak week. So I kind of wanted to talk about what's going on with that. And then also just talk about peak weeks a little bit more generally. And then there's a, an interesting transition phase for me coming up after this where, you know, I've been cutting for four months and anybody who's gone through a show prep, they know, okay, well, you, you go through a phase like that, and then it's kind of like, all right, now what? Uh, oftentimes, there's a lot of air let out of the balloon, and you're kind of left wandering, aimless, unfocused, uh, just kind of you know bumping into, th- into things in the night, not really knowing what to do with yourself and how to proceed from there. So I'll tell you what my plan is, and we'll speak a little bit more generally. I'll show you, share some stories from um, clients that I've worked with before and who has struggled, who has not struggled with that. So we'll tackle all kinds of things here. Um, it is currently, what, November 12th, so happy Veterans Day observed. Um, it was actually yesterday, but it's being observed today since today is Monday. Um, so a, a, a very sincere, thorough, and heartfelt thank you to all uh, active duty and uh, and veterans out there. So I know it's Veterans Day, but I, I just want to take a moment to, to recognize the active duty people as well. So um, veterans in my life include um, my grandfather, who is deceased, but he was a World War II veteran. Um, never really enjoyed talking about it, and in fact, wouldn't really talk about his experience there. Um, I would never know that he was a World War II veteran, except uh, he always walked around with a limp, and I was told it was because of shrapnel. So, <laughs> um, my dad was a uh, an Army veteran. He, he spent some time stationed in Germany. My father-in-law is an Air Force veteran also, so um, it uh, a, a, lot of, a lot of close... Uh, Close relationships um, share this, and I, I will be totally honest, it is something that, to me, just seems completely foreign. Um, the level of, of self-sacrifice um, that somebody makes in order to serve their country like that. And, uh, you know, here in the States, uh, we need people like you to effectively, you know, make up for people like me. <laughs> so... Um, you know, it's it's your sacrifice and your sense of duty um, that lets the you know ninety nine plus percent of us who do not serve um, to go about our days. Um, and I just want to take a moment to to just say that we all, I don't know about all, but I at least I recognize that I appreciate it. Really thankful for your service. So active duty and veterans out there, thank you. Um, another thing that's going on currently, and this is you know it's all I always. I get a lot of feedback from people um, who are who are avid podcast listeners, um, and what I've noticed is that about half of them are kind of up to date, and half of them came to the party a little bit later, and they're starting at the beginning, and they'll, they'll say, like, I'm on episode 30, I'm episode 40, 50, whatever, so... Because of that, I don't feel a lot of pressure to cover topical news just because I know that a lot of the audience, by the time they get to it, are going to be like, what? What's he talking about? But... Um, one of the things going on currently, and I was just listening to the news on this, is the uh, the um, fires raging in California, and it just sounds absolutely horrific. So um, anybody who is out in that general area, um, we're thinking about you, 
and uh, we hope you're okay. So just wanted to pass that along. Um, so, uh, wow, how do we transition from that into, <laughs> into anything else? I really kind of set myself up for a, a tough transition there. Uh, this show, it relies on your support, your input, your feedback, your interaction. So make yourself a part of the show. I don't have a Q&A segment for today, um, but uh, I will be totally honest. It is because I haven't had any questions since our uh, since we were last together on Friday. So once again, the call-in number 865-518-2974. Let me, you know what, I fucking butchered that. Let me go back and try again. 865-518-2974. Thank you, Darren. You got it that time. Uh, you can go to thedropset.com. The number is clickable right there. If you go on your mobile device, you can click on it, call, hear my little introduction, leave a message, and I'll play it here on air. Uh, you can also send me a message through Instagram at Darren underscore star, facebook.com slash five star physique. Message me there. I just found out actually on my phone I had um, notifications turned off for messages. So I would see them periodically if I logged in and check, and I'd be like, why didn't I get a notification about that on my phone? They were, they were turned off somehow. Um, uh, hit me up on Twitter at Darren Star, uh, or you can email me directly, Darren at Five Star Fitness.com. So, always to end up in the QA segment, but I love to hear your voice. So, if you want to call and leave a voicemail, that'd be fantastic. Um, let's see. News of the week. You know, going back since Friday, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Um, I did put up a blog post over the weekend. This was my Isopack review. Um, so this is, uh, something that I picked up. It's a product from Isolator Fitness. It's a backpack slash meal prep bag. I use it as my daily gym bag. I've also used it as, uh, you know, I've used it for, uh, meal prep for a couple of day trips, a couple of overnight trips. Uh, and also, uh, it was the bag that I took to Oregon. So it was the, my only carry on that I took. So I packed, packed it jam packed full of stuff just to see how it would hold up. So you can read my entire review there. I got some photos in there. Um, and uh, I don't know, if, if you're in the market for a meal prep bag um, that you kind of need to have uh, filled double duty for a couple of different purposes, check out that review and uh, see if it's something that you might be in the market for. And if anybody has any specific questions on it, hit me up through any of those uh, channels that I talked about just a moment ago, and I'll be happy to answer any questions, and we can cover some of that on air here as well. Can I say on air if this is pre-recorded? I feel like that's... Uh, a convention that's reserved for like live radio. I'm going to do it. I'm going to roll with it because I don't think anybody's going to call me out on it. So it's one of those things where I probably overthink that. And nobody else really would even notice. So I just called myself out on it, brought too much attention to it. Fail. Damn it. Ugh. Um, YouTube. What did I put up on YouTube recently? Um, I put up something since Friday. Uh, I will be, um, you know, I've got a, a new workout program in the works. It's all done. I just need to finish the videos for it. So those, um, once I get those recorded, this is going to be a tough week for it. Uh, so it probably won't happen until this weekend maybe, but there'll be a slew about a dozen or so videos that are going up to, to flesh out the playlist for that new split. Um, things that I have not used in programs before. So, um, not a lot of recycled content on that one. Um, oh, I did a video for, um, it, it's not live yet. It will be going live later this week, but it's a, uh, a nutrition one. So, you know, I'm trying to put up, uh, I've got our, uh, the, the form fix video series that I've got going up on YouTube, um, where every week I break down an exercise and show you, this is how to do it wrong. This is how I often see it being done wrong. And this is how you do it right. Um, and sometimes like we did one, um, the week previous, which was just variations on a cable fly. Um, and this came about from a, a client of mine who, you know, uh, d doesn't have access to a pec deck for a lot of her workouts. And so we were talking about, um, 
she was saying, you know, what do I do in those situations? And so I, I wanted to go over some cable fly variations because there's always cables available um, and how, how you can make the most of that. And so I go, th- I go through four variations there. Most recently, we fixed the abdominal rope crunch. Um, I've got one going up this week, a little bit later on as well, um, that I've uh, recorded videos for. I need to watch them back and make sure they're, they're reasonable. Um, I might want to redo those. So uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil, I'm not going to give any spoilers away and tell you what it is yet. So, um, sit tight for that. Um, so we've got that. And then every week also, I'm going to do some kind of a, um, nutrition, uh, or, or, or kitchen related video as well. Um, like we did the ground chicken, uh, sausage meal prep video, uh, last week, this week, there's one going up and it's on veggie prep. Um, and it's, it's literally just like, I mean, this is going to sound super boring. It's literally just like chopping veggies, <laughs> but um, there, there's some technique involved. And if you know me, you know that I'm all about efficiency. And so I show you a couple of things in there, like how to make this take as little time as possible. So it's something I go through a lot of these veggies, especially when I'm on a cut, just because I need to bulk up the meals a little bit, provide a little bit more volume. Um, I'm really craving like the texture and the crunch that these fresh veggies add as well. So um, I add them to every single meal, all five meals throughout the day. Um, so I go through them quite a bit. So I'm doing this like every third day, basically. Um, and so my, my goal is, you know, how do I make this as efficient as possible? And so I, I show you my techniques there. It's about a 15 minute process for me. And it's about the most consistent 15 minutes that I spend in the kitchen. Um, where I'm not really doing anything else. Like um, today, I've got to cook up some ground turkey for some meal prep. That's going to be with my next meal. Um, that happens around 1.45-ish, um, but I'll be multitasking in there. And so one of the, um, w- uh, I've got a couple of blog posts that are going up soon. One of them is, is specifically related to cardio. I think I alluded to that on Friday. And another one is going to be on um uh, stepping up your meal prep game, like how to be more efficient, how to be more intelligent with it, and uh, some some tips that I have for that. So stay tuned there as well. So as you can see, um, I'm being a lot more consistent on content. So a lot more video stuff, and the blog is really taking off as well. So I'm, I'm my my goal, and I've got a lot of posts in the works right now, um, is to get up two posts per week. So we'll see how that how sustainable that is. But for right now, it's going well. Um, Let's see. What else do we have here? I just wanted to bitch for a second about um, other coaches. I don't have anyone specific in mind, but I've heard, I've gotten some contacts from people um, who have coaches that they're working with, and they just, I got to say, they say some of the dumbest shit. Not the people that are contacting me. Well, they do, but they're relaying what their coaches have said, and they, they know that it's dumb. Um, which is why they're they're reaching out to me. So, <laughs> uh I, I got to tell you, so I know that this this podcast is rated for explicit language, and I try not to abuse that. So when I drop something like this, you know it comes from the heart and that I mean it. A lot of these coaches are just a fucking embarrassment. It's awful. I mean, it's just like, what the fuck are you thinking? What is wrong with you? Um, so I, I'm hearing things like, and none of this is, is brand new, but it's just like every time I hear it, it's like somebody... Some it's like somebody is just clipping a fingernail too short on me. It's like, oh God, really? Again, um, I, I just it it churns my stomach. So things like people not being allowed to do cardio because they need to build muscle—that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Well, there, there's a lot of competition for that spot of the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but it's up there. Um, the thought that oh, if you're going to build muscle, you can't do cart. I'm sorry, what? No, and th- this comes from somebody who 
enjoys doing cardio, likes to run, and is being told that she can't by a coach. Uh, I'm sorry, just fucking eat more. It's not complicated. It's not, uh, I mean, I think some coaches are just so set in their ways, like, well, this is how I've done it, so this is how everybody else has to do it too. Um, And it's that level of inflexibility that is just terrible, terrible. Like, you've got to do it this way. I'm sorry, in bodybuilding, there are a million different ways to get to where you want to go. And part of the process in being successful in it is finding the way that works for you and is sustainable and fits with your lifestyle and fits with your family. Yeah, some sacrifices are going to have to be made, but there's there's ways to work around a lot of things. And it's just about how creative you want to be um, or a, as a coach, how lazy you want to be and just say, no, this is the way it's done because now I don't have to think about it anymore. You're just going to do this the way that everybody else does it. And there you go. Stupid, 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 stupid. I hate it. As you can tell, I have a little bit of an opinion on that. Um, and then uh, just uh, otherwise, it's just a lack of communication, like not explaining things, people asking questions and saying like, why are we doing it this way? And just not getting a response. And it's just a blatant lack of professionalism, lack of the give a shit that makes, uh, you know, it's kind of required if you're going to be a coach or I don't know, anything, <laughs> if you're going to have any kind of a job, profession, career, you've got to give a shit about it. Um, otherwise, what are you doing? I mean, what are you doing with your life? If you know the, the thing that provides your livelihood, you can't give a shit about, even if you've got to fake it. Like I know if you're working fast food, it's really hard to give a shit about that, but you've got to at least be a little invested in what you're doing. You've got to be able to fake it and pretend like you give a crap about the quality of work that you put in. Um, it, it comes down to like personal integrity as well. I mean, you know, Live your life with integrity, you know, live your life with a purpose. Otherwise, you're just a drone moving through the system. So uh, and that's that's sad. That's a sad way to exist. And I don't want to see anybody do that. Um, Okay, I think I'm I think I'm done (laughs) ranting. So, oh, boy. Yeah, let's uh, let's get down to it, shall we? So um I will. Uh, I'm actually going to skip the sponsorship break here, other than to tell you that that promo code for workout plans is still live. So um, if you are looking, not so much for coaching. So I do coaching. That's my typical bread and butter. Um, but I also have workout plans available online. So if you go to fivestarphysique.com or thedropset.com, click on the workout plans option from the menu. You can see all of the offerings up there. You can browse through, read about each particular split. Um, you know, it's designed to last for somewhere between three and five weeks. The list price on all those is 35 bucks use the code drop set all one word and uh, save 20 percent off that so that that is still live that is still totally doable so and if you have questions on any of those splits like hey this is what i'm doing right now which one you, would you recommend um hit me up through any of the channels mentioned at the uh, onset of the program i'll be happy to help you out so um we will take a quick uh quick audio break here and i, I gotta tell you this is basically just because i'm gonna totally out myself here so i've got this voiceover um you're about to hear van here um uh, so I, I hired her. I'm like, here's a script. Can you record this for me? And she did. And it was great. And I paid her for it. And so I got to use it. <laughs> so it's just, uh, it's my Instagram promo, but it's also a chance for me to break this up into, uh, break the podcast up into some smaller segments so that I can like, ugh, you know, go stretch a little bit, get a drink, um, you know, that kind of stuff. So anyway, here's your obligatory uh, short little break. Thank you. 
Darren on Instagram at Darren underscore star to see client profiles, updated workout plans, and tips and tricks on training and nutrition. Okay, now that wasn't so bad, was it? I mean, that was that was a pretty short little break. I, I don't I don't feel too bad. So I'm going to do some uh, some additional um, voiceovers um, in the future, just to to break things up a little bit and provide a little bit more structure to the podcast. And I have just the person lined up to record those for me, and uh, it's my wife. So um, she's actually done. Um, she's she's got some experience acting. She's got experience doing professional voiceover work before. And so when I hired van there to do it and it came back and i'm like check this out she's like uh why didn't you just have me do it i'm like oh oh yeah duh i guess i could do that so um i'll have her record some stuff here for me shortly so uh she will be a a permanent fixture on the podcast here so let's talk peak week shall we because it's my peak week right now i'm feeling pretty good i feel like i'm peaking i feel like i'm peaked (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I want to talk about a little, I know we've talked about this before, um, but it's just, it's, it's good to revisit some of these things for a lot of reasons. First of all, um, because I don't script this, I can end up saying stuff the second time that I missed the first time. And also, you know, to be totally honest, my thoughts on things evolve over time. So it makes sense to revisit things. Um, because this, this is not all settled science. Um, and I think it's, it's good to come back to it and revisit it periodically and just, you know, put a fresh spin on it. If just because it, it is something that is important as well, especially for competitors. So um, talking about it once and then never revisiting it does, doesn't really seem to make a lot of sense. So um, peak week, the idea from a peak week is, okay, we're lean, we're just about ready. But the question is, how much more of an exclamation point can we put on your prep um, in order to bring your absolute best for whatever it is, show day, photo shoot day in my case. So um, my uh peak is for a Thursday and typically for a show, um, you know, a, a, a typical NPC show, um, you're going to be peaking for a Saturday. If it's a national level show, you might be peaking for a Thursday or a Friday. It just depends on, on how big the show is and how many days it's spread apart. Um, I was talking to, um, one of my clients, um, Melissa who competed this last weekend and she's looking at doing, um, another show coming up, which happens to be on a Sunday, which is kind of weird and unusual. Um, but, uh, and, uh, one of my clients, Kristen, she competed in Hawaii recently within the last couple of months and her show was on a Friday. Uh, weird. I don't know. It's just a one day show. It was on a Friday. Um, very strange, but not, not totally unheard of. So, um, the, the big question before we talk about, you know, what happens on peak week, what we've got to break down. And I've, I've had people ask me this before, like, Hey, I've been, I've been doing my prep here, um, on my own. They'll, they'll just reach out to me and ask you questions. And like, this is what I was going to do for peak week. I'm like, I ain't jumping in at the, at the 11th hour and trying to help you figure out your peak week when I don't know anything about what your prep has gone like. And you can try and summarize, summarize it for me. But if I haven't been there along the ride with you the whole way, I'm going to get an incomplete picture. And, uh, you know, I I don't do, you know, rescue cases at the last minute. Um, there are coaches out there that do, they charge more for it because it's a giant pain in the ass to try and collect all that information really quickly, um, and figure out what to do with it it's not something that I'm interested in doing because that just stresses me the hell out. And, uh, uh, also I'm, I'm a big fan of planning. And if you're going into this and not knowing how you're going to peak, you have failed to plan. Um, and that's on you. And I don't necessarily want to be in a position where I've got to put myself on the line to try, but try to bail somebody out from that. So, um, 
How did the rest of your prep go leading up into peak week? What did it look like? What was the structure of it like? How well did you adhere to it? How lean are you right now? How successful was it? How long How, how long was it? How much did you struggle? How much did you suffer? I know those are relative terms. I feel like these last couple of weeks, I have suffered quite a bit, but looking at the grand scheme of things, you know, I've still been eating a, a reasonable amount. My cardio in the grand scheme of things has not been um, ridiculous compared to what a lot of people do. So suffering is a relative thing. Like there are a lot of people who would look at what I've done for the past couple weeks and be like, really? You're, you're weak if you consider that suffering. And I, I would acknowledge. And one thing that this prep has taught me is that my capacity for suffering um, is not great. Like, uh, you know, guys are notorious for getting the man cold and just kind of overreacting to the sniffles. I feel like that's how I am on prep a little bit. Like, oh, God, woe is me. Where, you know, somebody who's really brought a, a superb level of conditioning would just scoff at that and be like, yeah, that's my off season, basically. <laughs> so um, it, it, it's interesting. And so you know, I, I'm pretty pleased with the level of conditioning I brought here. It's great for a photo shoot. It's not what I would bring to a stage. Um, and so I kind of knew coming into this, uh, it, it would be a real, real trick to do a show and bring a level of conditioning that I was happy with. So that wasn't really the target. I want to wait till next year. And, uh, you know, try and stay leaner um, during the off season. So I'm not working myself out of such a deep hole. Um, full disclosure, also, I'm watching my phone like a hawk right now. So I sent a, uh, a post-workout posing video to my coach. And I'm waiting for her response so that I can see what tomorrow is going to look like. I already have the agenda for today. So um, uh, so w if I get a response from her during this, I'll, I'll let you know. So I'm, I'm watching that. So we, we will see. Um, so... How did the rest of your prep go? How lean are you? How depleted are you? How flat? How much have you been suffering? And I, I would say, you know, because some people, they can they can be depleted as hell. They can be flat as hell. They can be doing a shit ton of cardio and not really feel like they're suffering. So I'm not talking about like, how do you feel, but how hard have you been pushed, basically? Like, you know, how, how long have you been redlining um, the, uh, the tachometer? So um, that's what I'm looking for, uh, because then we can get a sense for, you know, how depleted you are, which is going to dictate uh, how how much a lot of this stuff will do. So it depends on where you're starting from also. Um, so I've worked with clients who uh, start prep and, and oftentimes it's for their first show. And you look at them and it's like, you know, there, there's no evidence that this person has ever been in a gym. So starting like really kind of like almost a, typically more of an endomorph body type, just a lot softer, especially around the midsection. So, um, you know, we go through a 16, 18 week prep. Um, they're not going to have a national level ready physique, but for a first show, you know, they, they've dictated that that's not really their goal. And so my goal is just to get them up on stage and help them, you know, look appropriate and like they belong there. So, um, the, the leaner you are, the, the more all of this peak week stuff helps. Um, if you're not particularly lean, um, and I'm not going to throw out body fat percentage estimates, but I'll just use like general, you know, general guidelines here. Um, if you can see like some, some ab definition and, you know, some, some definition elsewhere, a little bit of separation, um, that's not enough. To, to really have um, peak week protocols do much. Yeah, you can pull a little water. That's not really going to help a lot with the detail because you've, you're still carrying, you know, you're not, at that point, as I like to tell people, you're not holding water, you're holding fat. Um, and if you're holding fat, it doesn't really matter how much water you get rid of. 
Um, all that's going to do is, is make your pants fit a little bit better, but it's not really going to help bring out a lot of definition if there's still body fat hiding the muscle. Um, so you, you've got to figure out, you know, you're, you're starting peak week from what position precisely, what level of conditioning, what level of leanness. And it's a visual assessment. You know, numbers don't tell you anything because as we've talked about on here before, it's worth mentioning again because um, it's a question I get all the time. Body fat percentage is a useless statistic. Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything at all. It's an estimate of an estimate. Um, and even in the best case scenario, you're looking at like plus or minus three to four percent margin of error. So if it, said, it comes back and says you're 8%, okay, great. That might be anywhere from four to 12. How you Useful is that? It is worthless. It doesn't mean shit. Um, so it, it, just ignore body fat percentage completely. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, so there's a few factors to uh, to consider here. Um, the the two main ones are carbs and water. So that that's largely what I've been manipulating here. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you about my peak week and how it's gone so far. And you know I'm gonna hold off on that just because if I get a response from from Laney here, then I'll know what tomorrow looks like. And then, you know, that, that'll give me a chance to talk more about my peak week. Um, and, uh, uh, rather, cause right now, I mean, that's a big question mark for me. Okay. I know what the day looks like, but what does Tuesday look like at that point? We're two days out. So I'll have a much better idea. Um, I'm, I'm curious, I'm curious to see what happens here. So she might be like, uh, you're a little too fat. <laughs> so we're going to dial back on your carbs a little bit. Be like, oh, damn it. I kind of knew that was coming. Yeah. Uh, so carbs and water, um, two of the things. Um, you've got cardio. You know, what are we doing with cardio? Um, what are we doing with sodium? What are we doing with diuretics, if anything? And what are we doing with supplementation, if anything? So um, let's start with carbs and water because the two of those go hand in hand. Um, the, the typical strategy here and the, why you're manipulating these and, and how much you manipulate them, of, of course, is going to be very dependent on the, the big overriding factor that I talked about earlier. Where are you now? What is your conditioning like now? Um, so if you are really, really flat and really, really lean and really, really depleted, you can carb up like a mofo. And what you're going to do is fill out. So what we're looking to do is really saturate your glycogen stores. Everything gets a level of fullness, hardness, density um, that, you know, if, if you're if you're that depleted, you will have not have felt like that in a while. And it'll be nice. Um, everything You're going to look, basically, the aesthetic that we're going for there is one of a balloon animal where all the muscles just look super full um, and uh, you're nice and dry as well. So the water intake has to be manipulated along with that as well um, because what you want to do, I mean, your body's always going to hold on to a certain amount of water. Uh, what you want to do is take it out of that subcutaneous under the skin layer where water likes to sit and have it sucked into the muscle as much as possible. So manipulating carbs and water together um, helps. And I, I've read things like, oh, well, you should always implement a three to one carbs to water ratio to make sure that there's enough water to help seat the carbs in the muscle. And I've never really found that to be particularly accurate or helpful. Um, I think that that's definitely some, some higher level bro science because most bros don't think about ratios like that. Um, but it's still bro science. I don't see a lot of evidence that backs that up as being anything that's consistent or valid at all. Um, but how much you carb up, um, yeah, I mean, there, there's there's a lot of variability in that. I always take a little bit more of a conservative approach just because uh, what you want to do is fill out. And when you add carbs in, you will fill the muscles out a little bit more. Um, 
Add in too much, though, and you spill over, and you start, you know, retaining water, and uh, you get you get spillage into the gut as well, and it's not a good thing. So the spilling over is what you want to avoid. So for that reason, I always play it a little bit more conservatively, unless I can tell, like, okay, we've added 150 grams of carbs here, and homeboy still looks flat as a pancake. So let's let's bump that 150 up to like 225 for the next day. Okay, a little better, still flat. All right. Game on, bring it. Um, so I, I do a carb up typically over a few days. Start off a little bit more conservatively and just see how the body responds. Um, a lot of women, especially, um, and certain body types for guys, they're a lot more carb sensitive. Um, and so I'm really conservative because especially, you know, those people will typically diet with fewer carbs in their system. And at times it's almost kind of like their body's forgotten how to process carbs and how to do it effectively. So, you know, they're rocking like 75 grams of carbs a day or something like that. And then we throw in an extra 40 and it's just like, you know, stomach distension, water retention. They like feel awful and sluggish. I'm like, eh, yeah, okay. This is not going to work out well. So oftentimes earlier in the week or maybe the week before, I'll throw in a little bit of a trial balloon. We'll add in some carbs just to see how it feels, see how the body responds. And uh, you're going to get one of two responses usually if you've got somebody who's kind of in tune with their body and what, what it's telling them. And it's either, oh, my God, that was amazing. I feel awesome. Um, I actually got a pump. You know, it was excellent. It was great. Loved it. That was awesome. Or, oh, my God, I felt just, uh, you know. And, and sometimes there's a mental block in there. Like, you know, people get to the point where they're afraid to eat. Um, which is a scary thing because that's like, you know, step one towards an eating disorder. So I try to have those conversations with clients early on in the process and explain to them what we're doing and how, you know, food is not your enemy. We need less of it when we're trying to cut, but man, it's your friend and you're going to, you know, you're going to have to understand that and not be afraid to eat when the time comes for it. So, um, so I, I always am a little bit more conservative with carbs. Um, I'm not quite as crazy with water intake as a lot of people are. I know a lot of people like to spike water at like three to three and a half gallons for a few days. Um, I've never been a fan of that just because I find it's, you, you can accomplish the same effect with less. Um, and if, you, if you're trying to slam, especially in like, you know, a, a small petite woman who's like five, two or something like that. And you're trying to get her to slam three gallons of water a day. It's clearly because you hate her and you want, you want her to hate her life also totally and completely unnecessary. Um, so d just don't do that. Don't do that. Um, what you're looking to do there is you, you do want to spike your intake and then drop it down. And the, because, you know, typically the, the more you drink, um, the more fluids your body wants to expel. So it's a way of regulating your water retention. And then through the course of the week, when you taper it down, your body will, in the short term, hold on to less. Um, so it's a way of just shedding some additional water. So you spike and then taper. Um, and I'll go over what I've been doing for this week so far um, shortly here. Um, and, you know, let, let me take a sip of precious water right here just because uh, it today is... Well, yesterday was the first day where it started tapering down at four days out. And now at three days out, suddenly I'm, I'm finding myself having to ration my water throughout the day, especially because there are a lot of, a lot of things that I'm doing that, uh, that require water, um, some, some additional supplemental stuff. So I've got to ration it out for that too. And we'll talk about that as well. So, um, ah, a little sip there. So, um, 
Okay, cardio. Um, cardio is a variable. Um, mine has been tapering down this week, which is common, um, especially if you've got a division where you care about detail in your legs. So basically everything except men's physique. Um, in men's physique, especially if I'm like, yeah, we're, we're, we're kind of where we need to be, but I wouldn't mind to, to continue pushing through peak week, um, I'm going to keep hammering that cardio. Uh, we might dial back a little bit, but oftentimes uh, the, the idea being you, you need to let your legs rest. Um, so you'll, you'll do a final leg workout, you know, sometimes as long as a week out from your from your peak date, um, just because you need your legs to rest. Um, you know, when, when you hit leg, when you hit any body part hard. Um, you know, the, the soreness that you feel is part of an inflammation response. And one of the things that happens during an inflammation response is your body will attain water and it'll be localized. So, um, you know, you keep training legs hard and yeah, I mean, they, they stay nice and full, et cetera, but you're also, they're going to be consistently retaining water and, uh, we need to, we need to get that out of there basically. So, um, my last leg w workout was six days ago. It was eight days out from, from the, uh, peak date for me. So, um, which is great. I mean, you know, I'll take it because I, I don't mind training legs at this point. I actually look forward to it, but at the same time, it's really demanding. And when you're on a deficit and you're doing, you know, two a days for cardio on top of that, it's a lot. So um, I'm, I'm glad to be, to be done with that. So, um, so, and, and cardio is just another way to, to bring fatigue into the legs. So, uh, this is the the hard thing because you've got to balance the need to maybe continue dropping a little bit more body fat um, with the need to let the detail show through on the legs. So I will make a judgment call on each individual person and see you know where we're going to get the most cost benefit. You know, do we need to um, really focus on additional fat loss? Do I feel like that's going to be productive for the final week, um, or do we need to give the legs a little bit of a break? Um, and oftentimes it's an imperfect compromise. Uh, but there, there's usually a way to do it. And oftentimes just dropping the intensity down a little bit will help um, because then the legs can still recover. We're still burning some calories. We're not putting quite so much of a demand on the body overall. So um, we can still burn calories without um, really creating a, 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 a significant energy deficit that's negative. So, um, so that's what we do with cardio. With sodium, you know, a, a lot of people, and I know it's very common for coaches to either sodium load or sodium deplete. I'm not a believer in that at all. Um, I think you start messing with that and there's too many other variables that actually do something. Um, sodium loading or sodium depletion, basically either one of those is just going to make you miserable. Um, and I think that that is responsible for most peak week fuck ups, um, compared to everything else, um, is, is excessive manipulation of sodium. I don't do anything. If anything, we add a little bit more because I'll often send people out for a cheat meal the night before the show. Um, just to, you know, put a punctuation mark on that, uh, on that uh, glycogen saturation. Just make sure we're full. If we've got room for it, we're going to hit it. Um, and also, you know, we get some additional sodium there. So sodium is something that promotes hardness and fullness as well. Um, higher blood sodium levels makes um, muscles contract better. Uh, so when you deplete sodium, that doesn't make sense. I mean, that's a recipe to um, appear a little bit more flat, a little bit more depleted, and just a little bit softer on stage. So it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't like it. Not a fan. Not a fan. Um, diuretics. Not a big fan there. Um, one thing I have never, um, and it, it's very rare that I can use the uh, the equivocal like that, but I've never um, directed a client to use a prescription diuretic, and I probably never will, um, just because uh, that, more than anything else, is responsible for bodybuilders ending up in hospitals after the show, um, especially if you use it incorrectly. 
Um, and also, it's very dependent on what you end up doing after the show. So if you use a prescription diuretic and then you go out and you have your post-show cheat meal and there's alcohol involved, um, you, you're, you're, you're a ticking time bomb that is asking for trouble at that point. Um, so the only thing that I might recommend, is, and I, I really don't do this just because I personally don't find the, the to be terribly effective, is um, uh, like an over-the-counter diuretic like, you know, MHP Expel or something like that, which is effectively just dandelion root. Um, and so I am I am using that right now, not that product, but dandelion root. Um, so, uh, and I'll, I'll go over my protocol momentarily here. So I'm not a huge fan of that. Uh, but uh, again, so that that would be the only thing, and and uh, the other uh, the other category here to worry about is supplementation. So with regards to over the counter supplementation, you know you might have to worry about artificial sweeteners. I think it makes sense to maybe not remove entirely, but dial back on those significantly. And so a lot of uh, flavored powder supplements will have those in them. I think if you, um, especially towards the end, you know cutting out protein shakes, I think is a smart move, just because if you replace it with a solid food meal, um, first of all you're going to lose a lot of the artificial stuff that in your protein shake. Um, your, your body will typically run a little bit better with that. And also, it's just not as filling. And if you replace it with a solid food meal, you're going to be more satisfied. And towards the end, when calories are at their lowest, oftentimes, that's going to be a lot more, a lot more enjoyable. Um, things like pre-workout BCAAs, just be mindful that most of those contain um, uh, contain artificial sweeteners as well. And so if you're trying to dial back on those, those are things that you might consider pulling out or cutting back on. Um, and then uh, anything with creatine in it. So look at your pre-workout. If you're taking creatine directly, that should stop. I would probably stop that about a week before peak week. Um, pull that out just because you know its primary mechanism is uh, is water retention, and we don't want anything that's going to promote water retention. Um, and the other thing is regarding uh, AAS. So if you're on any kind of a cycle, that has to be managed um, for peak week as well. And oftentimes it's just removing all compounds completely, especially if you're running short esters. Um, you knock those out a handful of days before, about five days out. You just cut everything completely and coast in gear free. So. As far as what I am doing for my peak week so far, I'm still looking here, and you know, I sent uh, I sent Lainey a video via WhatsApp, so I can tell when she opens it up and, and has seen it, and she has not seen it yet. So, um, I'm I'm holding out though. So, uh, so tomorrow is still a big unknown for me. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, we shall see. We shall see what happens. I'm a little nervous. Uh, Let's see. It started uh, last Thursday, so my water spiked up to two and a half gallons. And the first day, of that was like, holy shit, how am I going to do this? Um, by day two, it was pretty easy. By day three, it was pretty much automatic. And I was doing a lot. That was, let's see, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Saturday was a challenging day because I was out of town all day. Um, so I had to make sure, like, okay, and it, it's... You know, very much. I mean, it's 320 ounces, so I'm logging all that stuff in my fitness pal. I'm logging my water, um, and then the question is, well, when do I log it? Do I log it when I drink it or when I pour my glass? Um, so I have to remember that. You come up with a system, and it's just a, it could be difficult. It could be a little challenging to uh, just to make sure you don't fall off track or anything like that. And then just staying on top of it throughout the day, making sure that you're on pace. And I always like to end up uh, and have my target mostly completed, so that then I'm just sipping towards the end of the day. I like to have it completed a little bit earlier because you know, I mean, two and a half gallons a day, I tell you, what, I was getting up pretty much every hour on the hour to pee at night. Um, so it was two, two, two and a half, two and a half, two and a half for Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, then for Sunday, it dropped down to two, no, one and a half, sorry. And then for today, it's down to one. And I tell you, one gallon feels like nothing. 
nothing. Because also, I've got a couple of other things that I'm taking, and I mentioned this before, um, that require water. So um, she does want me to take in three cups of dandelion root tea daily. Um, and I don't mind that because I find it's actually kind of tasty. Like it's, it's one of the only products I've ever had that has a bitter flavor to it that I like. Um, it's actually quite enjoyable. So, um, I'm not sure how effective it is as a diuretic, but, um, the particular one that I have, it's like a roasted dandelion root tea. Um, it's, it's also, you know, it, one of the, one of the benefits is that it improves overall digestive health. Um, and my digestion has been a little off for sure. So I'm taking anything that I can to help with that. Um, I'm also taking some fiber, just a Metamucil style powder that has to be mixed with water. Um, I'm doing that twice daily and I've got to mix that in with about 12 ounces. So I've got 12 ounces morning there, 12 ounces midday there, that's 24. And then each cup of dandelion root tea is typically 12 ounces and I've cut that down to eight. Um, so there's three, 24 there. So that's 48 ounces just from fiber and tea. Um, so that doesn't leave a whole lot left over. Uh, so it leaves, you know, what, uh, 80 ounces remaining for the rest of the day. So like I did my morning cardio and usually I'll slam through about 28 ounces during my morning cardio today. I did six. <laughs> so I was really rationing it out. Usually I go through about 80 ounces during my workout session today. I held that back to about 20. So, uh, it's, it, that's a challenging part. So I'm, I'm sure it'll probably go down a little bit more tomorrow or it'll be in a gallon again. Maybe, I don't know. Um, so that, uh, it's a little bit more challenging than I thought. So just trying to keep yourself to a gallon, kind of tricky, kind of tricky. Um, my cardio has been dropping. So she had me doing, um, uh, hit sprints for almost all of prep. And then at about a week out, we started just doing moderate intensity. And then, uh, post-workout, she had had me doing moderate intensity cardio. And now she's dropped that down to fairly easy cardio. So, uh, I don't go too easy on it. Um, just because I got to feel like I'm doing something, but I definitely have dialed it back a little bit. So that's, that's tolerable. The sprints are hard, um, really hard. So having the, the fasted cardio dialed down just to, uh, to moderate intensity, I kind of like that. Um, that's, that's sustainable. So, I'm cool there. Um, and it's, it's dropped down. So it was, you know, there, there was some days last week where it was 40 fasted, 40 post. Um, we did that for a few days and then we dropped it down to like, you know, 30, 30 and then 30, 20. And now it's just 30, zero. Um, so 30 fasted. And today was my first day of not having any post workout cardio, which is kind of nice. So, um, hopefully that trend continues. We shall see. Um, no changes on sodium. Um, supplementation, you know, we cut, uh, all the powders and everything out, um, uh, last week, week before, I can't remember, but, uh, so I've been largely sweetener free for a while, which sucks. That's actually been the hardest part of this whole thing. I'm not sure how much of a difference that really makes. Uh, one thing I've noticed is that drinking water without any kind of artificial sweetener in it actually gives me some heartburn now which is very weird, very weird. So I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> Clearly my body is, uh, I think, I think some of it may be stress because I'm definitely feeling a little bit of a pinch here towards the end. So, um, so that's what, what mine looks like here. And then workouts. Um, I didn't mention that before. Um, I'm not a huge fan of major workout changes. Um, I do have a couple of uh, uh, upper body sessions that I'll have people hit usually for, for a couple days beforehand. So um, today being four, three, three days out and tomorrow being, no, four days out. And then, oh God, I can't even fucking remember anymore. Whatever. It's on Thursday. Today's Monday. So I hit a chest and shoulders session. I'm assuming tomorrow I'll probably do some back and arms, something like that. I don't know yet. Um, 
she's given me some freedom on that. Like today she, she said, you know, pick three of your favorite exercises for chest and shoulders, um, and hit those and that's it. So cool. I can do that. Um, so that's my peak week so far. I'm still watching, uh, watching my phone here to see no, nothing yet. So, um, we'll take a quick break here and then we'll talk about, you know, what comes next after we go through peak week, after your, your target comes and goes, where do you go from there? You know, how do we, how do we maintain focus? Um, how long of a break should you take? And then, uh, what do you jump into next? And we're back. Now I realized that was like a, a two second break, but I actually took the opportunity there. I was looking at the calendar. I'm like, uh, looking at my schedule, I'm like, oh, uh, I could actually get away with eating. So I went and took a little, quick little meal break there and feeling much better now. So, uh, whew, yeah, that was good. That was good. So we did have a little conversation about what we do um, after your show or after your peak week. You know, what comes next? How much time off should you take? Um, and so what I want to do is uh, share what my plan is uh, and, and uh, kind of uh, use, use that as a springboard to, uh, to further the discussion a little bit more generally. So, um, for me, my peak is for a Thursday, um, and it's Thursday afternoon. So my photo shoots at one thirty. I actually have no idea how long that's going to take. So, um, whenever I wrap up, I don't know. I've got a few things that I've been stashing here at the house. Um, if you've been uh, listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know that I have described myself as a connoisseur of low quality food. So, Honestly, one of the things that I'm really looking forward to the most is on the way home, I just want to hit up a convenience store and pick up like two or three things that really look amazing. I don't need to go crazy with it, um, but just I'm like, oh, man, like I'm thinking like some hostess zingers that's going to hit the spot, um, maybe like a Twix bar or something like that. Mm, yeah, so I've got uh, I've got some donuts and some cookies here, so I'm not going to go too crazy with it. Um, but uh, definitely, you know, I've got a few things lined up. I mentioned I found a recipe for some iced oatmeal cookies. I'm going to make those over the weekend as well. Um, and uh, we're going to have some friends over, so I'll be able to, you know, pawn some of those off on then. So I'm going to make an entire batch of cookies. I'm not going to eat the whole thing myself. So um, my plan is uh, we're going to have uh, dinner out or in on Thursday. If it's in, it would probably be like, you know, pizza delivery or something like that. We, we are homebodies through and through. So we like to eat at home. Um, but you know, it may, may be worth uh, going out and celebrating for that. Um, so that'll be on the agenda. Friday is going to be a day that's pretty much by the book. Um, so I'm going to be on my macros for the most part on Friday. I'll probably be ready for it. I'm going to hit some cardio on Friday. Um, just wake up and hit something. I'm going to go hit a lift because Thursday will be an off day. Wednesday may be an off day as well. I'm not sure yet. Um, so I'll have a couple days off from the gym leading into that, and I'll be ready to get back to it. Um, so it'll be largely by the books, but then we're going to have some friends over um, Friday night just as kind of like, hey, Darren's done with his diet, and he can actually eat a meal with us now. Um, and so we'll, we'll do something there, and it's not going to be crazy. We're going to stay here. It's going to be something that we cook up at home. Probably one of my wife's um, recipes that, uh, you know, is – uh, she, she likes to cook relatively healthy. Um, and it's in a, in such a way that I can usually track macros. So it'll be ballpark on point, probably a little heavy on some carbs and fats, but not too bad. Um, but just a chance to kind of like experience like, ah, yes, I remember this. It's been months since I've had this. Um, and then the weekend plans, um, again, mostly on plan a little bit here and there. We don't have any events scheduled or anything like that. And uh, I do want to go out and hit brunch with the wife one day just because um, that used to be something that we would do regularly and it's been four months since we've had the opportunity to do that. So that'll be nice. Um, 
But my, my goal with this whole thing, and I mentioned this before, is you know, one of the things that I need to do is I need to stay leaner in the offseason. So while I have some things lined up, I'm not planning on a three-and-a-half-day binge fest um, and then try and reset things on Monday. Like, I'm going to continue with meal prep. I'm going to continue hitting my numbers for the most part. I'd say probably about 80-20. Um, and, you know, I've, I've stocked up on a few things. My plan is to get all those things out of the house through me. <laughs> Not, I don't believe in throwing stuff away. Um so get, get that out of the house, um, but also I'll have a little bit of help with that too. So um, it's not going to be all on me to clear off all of the stuff that I bought. But, you know, I don't have a whole lot of stuff stockpiled right now. Um, so part of it is also, you know, my coach has done a good job of keeping my weekly cheat meal in place. So um, while I have cravings out the ass, like insane cravings, I don't feel like I've been tremendously deprived. I actually had a cheat meal last night that was authorized. So that felt kind of good um, to work that in. So, um Overall, I think I'm prepared for it. I think I have a plan in place. She actually sent me my macros to start on um, for next week. She sent those yesterday. Um, and I was like, all right, let's see what we got. And it's the same that I have right now, but with an extra 10 grams of fat. And I think it's because she knows, like, homeboy is going to do some stuff over the weekend, and we're going to need to have a week where we're kind of dialing things back and doing a little bit of cleanup here. So, um, and she still has me doing fasted cardio daily and post-workout cardio every other lifting session, So, um, which I think is reasonable. And I'm okay with that. I know that's going to get dialed down a little bit, but I do plan on maintaining some cardio through this offseason just because um, I fell out of the habit of it. And by the time this prep started, realistically, I probably have not had, I, I had not performed a cardio session probably in, I don't know, five or six months a single one before um, this prep started. So I got really lazy with it. I don't, I don't intend to repeat that. So that, that is my general plan for how to transition out of the show. And everybody's a little bit different. I know a lot of people, they like to take like a week or more off from the gym. I don't think that's necessary. I think that's actually counterproductive and not a good idea, but you've got to listen to yourself. Like I'm, I'm saying right now, I'm going to plan and go in on Friday. I'm going to wake up on Friday and see how I feel. And you know, if I'm exhausted, um, then, you know, uh, I won't, but I have a feeling that with everything being done, um, with you know some kind of a good meal in Thursday night, I'm going to sleep like a rock as well. I imagine I'm going to wake up on Friday feeling refreshed, um, like, okay, that's done. Now I can go about my business. I can go in, have a good quality lift. Um, so I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to that. I think it'll be a, a, a good way to start things off. Um, I'm actually going to wake up. I'm planning on doing some cardio on Friday as well. I feel like I already mentioned that. I'm not sure. Um, so uh, I'm sticking with the routine largely, and that's going to carry through for at least the first week. And then we'll see what kind of a rebound I have, if it's uh, you know mostly positive or if it's a little sloppy. Um, and then that may extend out a little bit. So part of it is um, I'm going to try and you know, get in what I want to get in and play things pretty close to the vest just so that I can, um, experience a little bit of macronutrient leniency and get, get those numbers up a little bit and dial back on the cardio. So I'm kind of motivated to keep things from, from falling into a free fall basically. So, um, 
but also I have I have a plan of attack. Um, so she did send me those macros, and so they're, they're very similar to what I'm following right now, but I also know like I'm ready for a change on some things. So I sat down last night and looked at what I'm doing right now with those macros and then thought about, okay, now what do I want to bring back in here? So um, I brought in a few things, um, like uh, bringing eggs back into a meal. Um, I have, uh, you know, I've been without a protein shake or anything like that for a few weeks now, so I'm bringing that back in, but I'm actually, um, I, I, I've been experimenting with this like protein bar recipe and uh i, I whipped up because i've just been doing tiny little batches of it um just because i can take like a taste of it um but i can't eat the whole thing so i, I whipped it up yesterday and my my wife was actually here and she is you know she's a foodie and so like i i i showed her like I, I, how a couple weeks ago i was taking the my my protein shake and adding sugar-free jello to it and mixing it up and uh, I was going on, I'm like, oh, this is so good, this is so much better, she's like, let me try a sip of that, and she's like, this is disgusting, oh my god, and so, you know, she's got a little higher standards, and so, I whipped up this thing, and I just, you know, I, I do like a single serving of it, in a, uh, because, I, frankly, I'm experimenting, because I'm going to do a video on this, um, uh, upcoming, so, um, I've been experimenting with this recipe, and it's really hard, because it's so good, and I end up throwing most of it away, so, this is one I made it and I'm like, okay. And she gave me a couple pointers on it. She's like, you need to add a little bit of almond extract to that. Just a couple drops. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, and, uh, she's like some, some additional oats would be good too. All right, cool. So I threw a little bit in there and mixed it up and I, I took a taste. I'm like, holy shit, this thing is amazing. Um, and I gave it to her. I'm like, all right, let's see if Mikey likes it. And, uh, she took a bite she actually went back for a second bite, which is like the biggest seal of approval that I could possibly get from her. And she's like, it's not decadent. I can tell it's something that's trying to pass, pass itself off as a dessert while still being healthy, but it's pretty good. <laughs> so that is high praise coming from her. So I was really, really stoked about that. So um, that's something um, I'm, I'm working that recipe and that'll be my post-workout snack. Um, and I'm, I'm just upping the serving size on it. And it's something where can probably do a large bash of it. Because um, right now, I mean, the, the the strategy has just been mix it up in a mug and then you just eat it straight out of the mug. It's kind of like a almost like a cookie batter, basically. Um, but you could also pour it out into a sheet pan um, and throw it in the fridge and then cut it up into bars. So I think that was the, the general plan um, initially. So I may do that, portion it out that way. We'll see how it goes. But So I put together my meal plan and I left open my fifth meal as a flex block as well, which um, because you know, there, there are certain things that we're going to want to make together because we haven't been able to eat the same thing and have meals together in a long time. So um my, my strategy for that was I need to leave some carbs. I need to leave some fat. So I left myself about 20 grams of fat and about 30 grams of carbs. But I also said, you know, I can't leave open 50 grams of protein because these meals aren't going to hit that. So I left 30 for that meal. So I have larger protein servings earlier in the day. So my macros left over protein, carbs, fat, are like 30, 30, 20. Those are really, really easy targets to hit if you're looking for like, you know, typical like home cooked meals, pretty easy to hit those. So, um, and then if I need to fill in the gaps a little bit, if I go over a little bit, this or that, you know, it's not quite life or death at this stage. And I'm going to log those numbers just so that I can uh, keep myself accountable for that. Part of this is it's easier because I know what my long-term strategy is. And I think too many people that approach a prep and jump into a prep, um, do so without a picture 
of what their long-term strategy looks like. They know they want to do a show. They don't know anything beyond that. They're like, well, I'm going to do this show and then I'll think about that. And that's the wrong approach. And what you need to do is I'm going to do this show and then what's after that? And you start thinking about that before you even commit to doing the show. Um, I've seen it happen so many times, and I've talked about this before, where somebody does a show and then that is their whole motivation for doing everything that's related to their daily routine. So when that goes, their routine goes as well. And they're like, well, fuck this. You know, <laughs> uh, I'm not working towards a show anymore, so I'm going to sleep in. I might work out once or twice a week, screw cardio. I'm not going to track anything anymore. And before you know it, a month later, it looks like that person has never set foot in the gym, much less was up on stage and actually, you know, did well in a show a month ago. Um, so it's that lack of long-term plan and long-term internal motivating factor um, that is the cause of most of these post-show problems and post-show blues. If you can think about why you're doing this, what really drives you. So, okay, you want to compete. Great. Why do you want to compete? And don't say, well, just because I want to do it. I want to see what it's like. That, that's a bullshit answer. That's not a real answer. Why do you want to compete? Why did it enter into your head as something that you wanted to do? Think about that. And that, if you really dig down and drill down deep into that, that is going to lead you to find what your actual motivating factor is. And once you know what that motivating factor is, then you can use that to help formulate a longer term plan. So um, for me, like uh, I know going into this, this off season. So let's say right now um, this photo shoot for me, well, let, let, let's, let's change the game a little bit. Let's fast forward a little bit. Let's have this conversation sometime next year. Hypothetical conversation. So I've just done the Knox Classic 2019, which is uh, in, in early August. So um, take, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go Scooby-Doo style dream transition here. We're now in dreamland. It's now August whatever, August 6th. I've just done the Knox Classic. And it's post-show, so I'm eating and uh, whatever I want to do, everything's good. So I'm having this conversation with myself um, about what's next. And the conversation would go something like this. Well, I know what's next. You know, I, I, I did this show because, you know, I wanted to see what I could do as far as bringing conditioning. I haven't done a show at this point. It would have been, what, seven years since my last show. Um, I, I kind of fell out of, you know, having the desire to actually get up on stage and compete. I love going through the process. I have no problems with that. I, I love the bodybuilding lifestyle. Competitive bodybuilding, eh, I didn't have a tremendous passion for that for a long time. Um, it just, you know, the judging inconsistencies, you know, the the hell that is show day, how poorly so many of these shows are run. Um, I, I don't really care for the NPC as an organization with how it's run and how they handle things. So the thought of throwing money towards them by buying an NPC card and, you know, paying their fees to enter the show, etc. It's like, eh, you know, I'm a little jaded. Um, I, I, don't, I don't feel strongly about it. But nonetheless, it's time to effectively shit or get off the pot. So I felt like I got to do it. Um, so I'm, I'm going to do it here. And, you know, the, the motivating factor is, and I, I found this out, you know, remember, we're, we're in 2019 right now. What I found in doing my cut last year for the photo shoot in 2018 was just the amount of feedback that I got from clients who were like, man, it really helps me seeing that you're going through this too and that you're pushing through it and that you maintain a positive attitude about it. And, yeah, it's hard. Um but you, you don't let it get you down and you just continue to grind it out. And that's the truth. 
And so I wanted to do it again, but I didn't necessarily need to do another photo shoot. So I thought, well, why not just get up on stage? The stakes are going to be a little bit higher. Um, the level of conditioning that I'll need to hit is a little bit higher. So let's do it. Um, but ultimately for me, and th this is an easy one for me. So, um, you know, your, your why is going to be different than my why, of course, which that, that sentence sounds silly, but you know what I mean? Um, your reason for doing this will be different than my reason for doing this. My reason is this is my business. This is my career and I am my own billboard. So if I am not following this, how can I realistically expect anybody else to follow it? I mean, it's just, you know, there, there are some coaches that have been at it for long enough and they have a level of credibility such that they can, yes, Dave Palumbo can meet his clients for a consultation at a McDonald's and he can stuff his face with a quarter pounder while they eat out of their Tupperware and he can feel totally good about that. You know, he's, he's got enough credibility that, you know, he, he's done it and he's retired now and that's fine. So, um, I, I don't, I, I can't do that and I also don't think I want to, um, I mean, it does sound kind of appealing, but I, I just don't, you know, it's, it's not my style. So um, for, for me, it, it's, it's, it, there's a legit business purpose to it. I mean, you know, it, it is about, you know, preaching the lifestyle, about helping other people convert to it, about demonstrating it, about walking the walk as I talk the talk. And just showing people that, yeah, you can do this and it doesn't have to totally take over your life. Um, you know, you can throw everything you've got into a prep. And um, not be completely miserable all the time. It's been a tough couple weeks for me here. Or it, it was a tough, tough couple weeks for me back in 2018. And it was at the end of this 2019 prep as well. Um, I feel like this, uh, this uh, fantasy dreamland thing happening, this conversation happening in different years is getting too confusing. So I'm going to drop it. Um, point being, the, the reason for doing it for me is easy. You know, it, it, it's business realistically. I've got a passion for it, but also my motivating factor is, you know, business. It's, it's part of my career. So, um, I, I've, I've got to have credibility. So I've got to be able to go through it and do it as well. And I have to be able to sustain it long term. So this isn't just a, a, a one shot. I just want to get up on stage and see what happens and then we'll take it from there kind of thing. No, I mean, you know, there's, there's always whether your goal is to improve and do better at your next show or just improve, which has been my goal, you know, I've gone through, you know, in the past, you know, seven years or whatever without competing, I've gone through cut, grow, cut, grow. I've gone through several of those phases. Um, and the idea each time out is I just get a little bit better each time out. You enjoy the process. You learn more about your body. You learn more about what works and what doesn't. You struggle a little bit. You succeed a little bit more. And then you just try and, and kick it up an, another uh, rung on the ladder each time and see how high you can get that ladder. That's what it comes down to for me, whether it's competitive or not, whatever. I mean, you know, it can be, maybe it's not for you. It doesn't have to be. It's not part of the equation. But the big thing is focus on your long-term goals always, but you've got to properly define what those long-term goals are and think about your reason for doing it. Always think back to that. That's the key. So, um, all right, I have rambled on. I'm checking in here. Coach has still not checked out my video yet, so I still don't have an update on uh, on what's going on for tomorrow. So I'll keep you posted, but we'll check in on Friday. And when we do, this will all be done. So I will check in. You're going to hear me probably eating a donut while I record this thing. It's going to be awesome. 
Um, so we'll see how it goes, and uh, we'll have we'll have picks and and all kinds of things from it. Probably not by then, but uh, they'll be coming soon. So anyway, thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. Um, once again, it's Monday the twelfth. Um, you know how to get a hold of me. Let's do a Q and A soon. So send over your questions. Call in eight six five five one eight two nine seven four. Message me Darren underscore Star on Instagram, Twitter at Darren Star. Email me through the website thedropset.com or five star physique.com. Click on contact from there. Facebook.com slash five star physique. Hit me up. Let me know what you want to talk about and have a great week. I'll chat with you again on Friday.